Welcome to another exciting episode of the Toy Podcast with your favorite host. My name is Togozani and I'm with Benjamin. What's up, B? Hey, doing all right, Togozani. Doing all right. Good, man. Uh, and today, uh, what are we cooking? Today, well, today actually started, we're, we're talking about the old... <laughs> yeah. um, Oh, the old game systems, really. Yes, you, you actually raised a very interesting topic. Well, and yeah. I think it's because we've talked about it a few times. Yeah. And then also the fact that when uh, I was in a shop, I sent you that picture yes. regarding the, the, the monochrome uh, games. Yes, The yes. old little black and white, you know, beep, beep, beep. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I asked you to buy it for me. <laughs> I didn't. I should have. You know, yeah. it's actually just over here at um, yeah. the East Rand Mall. Yeah, man. Next time, next time, buy it for me, please. Mm. <laughs> I'd have to look. I don't remember how much it was, but those were interesting. Yeah, yeah, they are. And you know, it's it's interesting how they are still uh, on on high rotation. They are. They're still popular. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think they would go out of place <laughs> with uh, bless you, bless Thank you, you. Thank you. <laughs> with uh, with uh, you know. Uh, Playstations and the Xboxes and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yes. but those games are still popular. They are. They are. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that just has to do with, um, a lot of it's with kids. Yeah. Right? They want toys because they see their parents playing toys. Yes, yes. So they see us playing games. Yeah. And then they're like, well, wait a second. I want to play games too. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think they get so attached to phones and stuff? Exactly. And the only time they want to use your phone is to play games. Exactly. Yeah. When it's my <laughs> turn to play games, yeah. they need to get their own phone. <laughs> now, now, now today, today's topic is uh, video game consoles versus handheld games. I don't know if I'd say versus, but just comparison, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's versus. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> sure. We have to have a clash. Yeah, we have to have a clash. Doesn't yeah. this mean we should have like that bell in the background? Ding, ding. You know, because they're going to fight it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, true. <laughs> uh, so which one would you like to go with first? Um, the handheld games? There's not a lot of them, though. Well, I actually, honestly, I want to start off with the first generation of yes. the video game consoles. Yes. So let's, this, let's, is, let's, this is like way back. Yeah, let's, let's, let's uh, the dig beginning, into that. The beginning. So the yes. first, the very first one yeah. was actually back in 1972. It's called the Magnavox Odyssey. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. And the Odyssey was, if I remember correctly, it was monochrome. Yes. And it was uh, it was a small team that was led by Ralph H. Bear yeah. in the Sanders Association. And the other thing that I found very interesting, which I completely forgot about, was the Tandy Corporation. Yeah. Way back, the Tandy Corporation that made computers. Yes, yes. Yes. And yes. so they actually had some uh, systems that they made too. You know, um, uh, Xerox mm. used to make computers before they went into printing and stuff. Yes. Now, I'm wondering if they ever made any video game. I don't think, though. I don't think so, though. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to look at that at one of our other uh, yeah. opportunities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we are still on the first generation uh, yes. video game. So there's, there was quite a few thing. of yeah. the different consoles. But the interesting thing was that yeah. a lot of them were very similar when they first came out. I found another one. Okay, go for it. It's uh, Epoch, Epoch TV Tennis Electro, Electro Tennis, 
which was mainly available in Japan in 1975. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised. So the Magnavox Odyssey that you mentioned was also um also came out in the same year 1975, but it was only available in the USA. Uh, it came out in 1972. 72. Oh, yes. September yes. of 72. Oh, oh. And then the following years it came it was um available overseas. Oh. So oh, so it'd oh, been in a little oh. while and then yeah. you know because something came out they're like, "Oh, hey, let's yeah. see what we can do." There's there's another one that came out um within the same uh, period. Okay. In the same era, which is Atari. Atari, uh, yes. See, Isius uh, Telegames Pong. Yes. It it didn't sell a lot of units though, about 150,000 around 1975 and it only came out in the US at the time. Yes. Yeah. And another one uh which came out in 1977 which sold about 16,000 units which wasn't much. It's uh the name is called Allied. Allied. That's the name of the game. Oh okay okay. <laughs> It's called Allied. Yeah, that's the console. Oh. Yeah. And there's another one. Mm. Uh I think you the USA <clears throat> was ahead of of time when it came to producing a lot of the video game video systems. Video game consoles, yeah. Yes. Uh cuz there's another one, Coleco Telstar. Yes, the Coleco. Yeah, which was quite popular. It sold over a million units. And they they even have like the second generations where they're talking about those ones too. Yeah. Cuz the first generation like you talked about uh, the Atari HomePod, yes. that one the second generation was the 2600 which became very popular. Yeah, yeah. No, we will get into it. Oh, okay, sorry, it, sorry. It gets very exciting. Eh? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited as well. <laughs> okay, there's another one that uh we need to mention. Uh, this one was big okay uh, you know amongst the first generation Nintendo Color TV game yes the Color TV game 6 yes yeah it came out in around late 70s and it sold over 3 million units yeah it says 77 is what i'm seeing here yeah. but yeah yeah and it was mainly available in japan before yes. it uh, was available worldwide Yes. Oh, and the funny thing is is with that that was obviously the one of the predecessors. Yeah. I think the next one that came out was when it was the um the handheld the one the the Game and Watch. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's obviously like we talked about that's the the handheld side yeah. versus the uh uh, uh yeah. video do, game do, system. Do, do you want us to start with the consoles or do you want us to mix it up <laughs> along the way? Well, I'm just I'm just throwing things in there because it's like I like to throw wrenches into things. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> Uh anything you still want to mention uh, regarding the first generation um, of video game consoles? With the first generation, um I think there's there's a couple that that still need to be mentioned. Yeah. Uh one that wasn't super popular, yeah. but it it was really good was uh Commodore actually. Commodore, Commodore came yes, out with the TV yes. game oh, yeah, uh, yeah. 2000K. Yes, yes. And that one yes. actually became quite popular um among more of the programming programmer types back then. Yeah. Because yeah. it used a lot of programming because it used the DOS where you had to load and everything. DOS was big back then. Eh? Well, DOS was like was like Windows. Yeah, it was like Windows. <laughs> yeah, it was huge back then. And and yeah. funny thing is is actually DOS is still used. If you ever go on your computer true, and true. you bring up the command prompt, true. that's pretty that's much DOS. DOS. Yes, yes. 
Yeah. In fact, uh, DOS is the original computer language. Eh? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Even in programming, I think they, s- they use. They, they still, still have to use a lot of it. Yeah. DOS, yeah. Um, the only other one, uh, like I talked about a little bit before, was yeah. Tandy. Tandy, which is also Radio Shack. So most people in the U.S. will know this. I remember Radio Shack. But Radio Shack yeah. and, and Tandy, they're mm. pretty much the same company. Oh. Okay. Oh, and they had oh. a system also in 1976 called the TV Scoreboard. Hmm. Yes. Was it like a video game? Uh, like a video game type of a system, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I have a whole lot. Uh, it had a Pong-like uh, game. And oh, also I see. Uh, the I video see. game console manufactured in Hong Kong, which was when it was the 1974, yeah. through the early 80s. And it was made by Tandy and distributed exclusively by Radio Shack. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. Nice. See, I'm, learn- I'm learning new stuff as well. <sighs> That's what we're here for, right? Yeah. Kind true. of, sort of. True, true. <laughs> Let's let's jump on to the second generation. Okay. Yeah, this one gets me excited. Okay. And uh, do you want to go first? Uh, let me go first. Okay, go ahead. Remember uh, Atari? Yes. Yes. So there was Atari 2600. Yes. Which at the time was the biggest selling gaming console. So it sold over, and this was the 80s, the late 80s. Yes. It sold over 25 million units. And I remember growing up with that. And yeah. that one was, of course, King Kong. You know, the, yes, the yes, throwing yes. the barrels, jumping the barrels, yeah. hammers, all that good jazz. <laughs> yeah. And then there's uh, Atari, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, which is what came after the 2600, the Atari 5200. 52, yes. Yeah, but it wasn't that popular because it only sold about a million copies. When did that one come out? Because I think that came around the same time as Nintendo. Came- uh, uh, the NES, the Family Con. Uh, let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And the reason on. why I'm thinking it's that is because yeah. at the point, right? So yeah. this was going into the 8-bit systems. Yes. Right? Yes. True. And, and, and at the time, you know, that was when Nintendo really started taking off because then they had, you know, Contra, Zelda, all these... Yeah. Very, yes. Yes. Very yes. Very big that's true. games that's that just true. blew up. Yeah. But uh, the 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 Nintendo I think took off once again. Um, I think the late eighties, mm. uh, because uh, early eighties and mid eighties, you'd have the uh, Atari. You'd have the Magnavox Odyssey. It was still mm. quite popular. You you have the Intellivision. Intellivision, okay, yeah. You have the ColecoVision. ColecoVision, yes. And you have the Epoch Cassette Vision. Yes. And the Fairchild Channel F. So those are quite popular in the early 80s and mid 80s. Okay, okay. Because it was 83 is when uh, Famicom came out for Nintendo. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was in the 90s when the Commodore 64 came out, which would be the next, you know, the next big step up. Yeah, yeah. And those ones really, I think, took off more than anything else because that was also, um, oh, Sonic, um, Genesis. Yes, Yes. the Genesis around that same time. Now, the third generation is more interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the games that I've just uh, that I had mentioned earlier, 
those were the second generation. Yes. So the ones that you're mentioning now are actually under the third generation. When it started really yes, taking we, off. Exactly, yes. So we are looking at uh, Nintendo, uh, Famicom. Mm, the Famicom, which yes. we know in the U.S. as the NES yes. or Nintendo Entertainment yes. System. Yes, yes, that, that's correct, yeah. It's the same guy. And then you have the Sega. Sega Genesis, yes. Yes. Uh, there's the Sega 1000 series. Then there's a the Sega uh, Master System, the Mark III. Okay. And the Sega Mark II. So the, the Mark II came out in 83 and the Mark III came out in uh, 1985. Ah, okay, okay. And then you have the Atari 7800. Mm. Then you have the Atari XEGS. Okay. Then you have the Dewu uh, Zemix MSX. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this one, but it was mainly popular in South Korea. I know Dewu, but uh, I haven't heard of that yet either. <laughs> then the Super Cassette Vision 1984, it makes uh, uh, an appearance once again. Yeah, but I think by that time, I think. Like I said, I think Nintendo and the rest of the guys had started really taking over the market. Yeah, remember at the time, that's when uh, the consoles were as popular as uh, the PC games. Yes. Yeah, so that's when the, you know, the Commodore 64. Which uh, was which one was that popular. I grew up with. Yes, that and one. it was mainly a, a, a computer game, a PC game. It is. It, yeah. it would be like if you're doing stuff nowadays on a PC, it would yes. be more like that. Yes. But I enjoyed that one oh so much because you could do so many things with yeah. it. Then there was um, an NEC, Nintendo Entertainment. Uh, yep. Yeah. Entertainment uh, system. System, yeah. Uh, PC 98. This During this era, there was a lot of... Uh, Competition amongst yes. the you know the game producers and the game designers and the publishers and, and stuff. And so at that point also, yeah, they talk about the consoles yeah. and we we are talking about that. But you also have to remember, this is also around the same time when we had you know IBM and yes. Macintosh, which we now know as True. Apple, yeah, uh, being uh, fierce competitors True. for for the the time and and being a personal PC and and that concept of mm. having a computer in your home because before that if you remember yeah. the computers were like uh, a a file cabinet pretty much a giant file cabinet yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there were uh, uh, more often nice to have more than a workstation as as we do now exactly you know, they were exactly. very exclusive back then yes so if you had a PC back then you you were considered uh, amongst the, the the privileged ones. The well-to-do. The well-to-do, <laughs> well well yes. Yeah. yes. And uh, you spoke of uh, the Commodore. Yes. Uh, 64. Then there was another one that came out later. 128. Yeah, the Commodore Amiga. Oh, the Amiga. No, Amiga. Yeah. Amiga came out, yes. Amiga was actually a very good... That one was a computer computer. So that was mm. more along the lines of IBM mm. and... Mm. Um, um, and Macintosh. And yeah. actually, at the point, uh, that was, we had one in yeah. our home. Yeah. And we liked that one a lot because you could use both the uh, PC, yeah. your IBM um, PC uh, software, yeah. and your Macintosh on the same computer. Yeah. So you didn't have to have two. 
you could have one and use it all, mm. which mm. made it very valuable. Back then also, if I remember correctly, Macintosh had a lot of issues with viruses. Yes, yes. Whereas they don't really seem to have that many problems. Yeah. Interestingly, um, I've just learned now, uh, while we were doing research for this. Yes. Uh, the Sega Master System, mm. uh, which was actually a something invention. And it was sold in South Korea. Yes. No, actually, it was sold in South Korea by Samsung. It, oh, okay. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a um, a, uh, a something invention. Sorry about that correction. It was mainly sold by Samsung in South Korea. Okay. Yeah. So I think they held the rights uh, to 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 sell that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Very interesting, eh? And. Uh, Let's jump on to the fourth generation of video game consoles. Well, this, I think we kind of need to go also into, this is where our um, handhelds come in, because this is when the handhelds start. Yeah. So go ahead, jump onto your your consoles, and then I'll go into the handhelds. How about that? Cool, 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 cool. I've got, okay, I'll I'll run through them, Okay. and then um, you can add a, a word or two. We have... Sega Mega Drive, which is the Sega Genesis. Yes. Sega Genesis, 1988, around, around about that time. Then you have the Sega uh, Mega CD. Mega CD, okay. You have the Sega 32X. You have the Amstrad, Amstrad Mega PC. Okay. You have the Famicom. Famicom again, yes, yes. Um, You have the PC Engine Duo. Okay. You have the uh, Neo Geo. Oh, oh, Neo Geo. SNK? Yes, yes. yes. That, that one, uh, actually, I had a cousin that played that. We played that a few times. That yeah. one was interesting. Very interesting, yeah. They had a lot of nice games there. They did. Yeah. I think that's when they, the arcades started popping up. They had everywhere. the arcades, yes. and then they had, that was like Street Fighter around exactly. that time. Around you know, that time, yes. Street exactly. Fighter, Mortal yeah. Kombat going on, yes. True that. Then we have the uh, Commodore Amiga CDTV, mm-hmm. the CDI. You have the Atari ST, you have the NEC PC-98, so it keeps making appearances. Yes. So, interestingly, when a game is popular, they try and uh, release a much uh, improved version of, course. of it. Yeah, just to, 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 to keep get, up with the sales. To get on that, yes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you have on your side? Okay, well, this one, uh, this timeline that I'm going to read... Yeah. Off is with uh, video game generations over a million sales. So oh, each of nice. these had over a million at least. Nice, nice. The first one, um, and it's the fourth generation. Yeah. So it starts off with the Atari Linux. Oh, okay. okay. Which is, and the Atari Linux 2. And this one sold about approximately 3 million. Sure. Of those what, units. What year was this? This was from 1987 to 2004. Wow. During that space of time. Wow. The next one also in that generation would be the Turbo Express, which is NEC. Yeah. Okay. And they sold 1.5 million. This was the same time when Game Boy came out. 
right? Yeah. And Game Boy, uh, plus the Pocket and the Lite version of Game Boy, which sold at least 64.4 million units. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. And the last one is with Sega. And I don't yeah. know if you ever saw these ones, the Game Gear, those black ones that were wide that I you had to hold with two hands. I actually wanted to get that game. But, but uh, somehow my folks said, uh-uh, you're not getting this one. So instead they got me the, the, the Sega, the big one. Oh, okay, the big one, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sure back then that was probably something expensive. Because I remember it was, yeah. my younger brother got it. So yeah, it was. one of us, we got the Game Boy, and then eventually we ended up getting the, uh, my younger brother got the Game Gear. And that one sold 10.6 million. Yeah, I know that that one was was. Uh, but if you remember, hit, eh? the Game Boy used what was it? Four AA batteries. Yeah. The Game Gear used six. And yes, at this time, yes, yes, the yes. other part that was really neat about the Game Gear, yeah, which blew away Game Boy, was the fact that it was color. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was a, like a small color TV yeah. inside that handheld thing. Yeah. And the other thing was if anybody attacked you, you could hit him with it and probably kill somebody with that because <laughs> it was so heavy. <laughs> All right. So those are the ones in the fourth. Yeah. Next, we'll go into the fifth generation. Sure. So this one is from 1993 yeah. to 2006 was mm-hmm. when the fifth generation came out. So some of the same time overlapping. Yeah. The first one is from uh, Bandai. Which is the same ones that do the Power Rangers. Bandai Namco. Yes. I like that company. Bandai did Wonder Swan mm-hmm. and Plus Color and Wonder Swan Crystal, and they sold uh, 3.5 million. Sure. The next one, of course, is back to the Game Boy. Yeah. The Game Boy came out with their Color version, which sold four, or sorry, 54.3 million. Sure. And then the last one is the Sega again. Sega came back with their Nomad, trying to get back into this, and they sold uh, approximately one million. Which which one was this? The Nomad. I'd never seen the Nomad. Honestly, yeah, I've never seen it either, I, I don't eh? think I ever saw it. And I think it's because Game Boy just pretty much took over by that point. I think you know Sega had a good run for a while. They did, and the problem was that they wanted to capture the market. Uh, in all platforms, which is not always a good idea. No. You know, you need to be the best at one thing True. before you can ex- ex- extend yourself because it was competing with a whole lot of other brands. It's This is very true. Yeah. Now, if you remember that one, um, the Neo Geo, right? Yes, yes. Neo Geo mm-hmm. was approximately the same time that uh, Game Gear was out around those ones. Yeah. They also had a handheld version, and I don't remember yeah. what it was called, um, but it doesn't show up here, so it must have not sold well, at least a million. Wasn't it the Neo Geo Pocket? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, it was a Neo Geo Pocket, which and came out in 1998, somewhere, somewhere around there. The thing that I really liked about that yeah. was the Neo Geo and the Neo Geo Pocket, they use the same card for ah, the game. Ah. So you could take it directly from your console and play it on plug your, it onto your, ah, uh, nice. your handheld and, and just continue. Yeah, nice, nice. Wow. Which which made it very cool. That's interesting, eh? But it didn't catch on that much. And I think that's where ah. the, the issue came in. So when it, when it comes to uh, those games, was it a case of how well you market the product or was it how good the product is or was it timing or what what I what think, do you think i think uh, contributes l- to the sales or i think lack a of lot of those came yeah. together one game boy became very popular right yeah so you had game boy and then game boy 
came out with their color around the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then you had this Neo Geo and Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah. Well, you'd already bought a whole bunch of Game Boy stuff. True. How can you convince your parents to go buy this Neo Geo and all the stuff that goes along with it? <laughs> but but when you look at uh, the handheld games, yes, Nintendo has outsold everyone. Oh, yes. Nintendo yeah. blew everybody out of yeah. the water. Yeah, I mean, it outsold everyone. I mean, they had... The biggest selling hand, handheld game uh, so far is Nintendo DS. Yes. Which sold, I mean... 154 million, million units. Yeah. Units. And then the second highest uh, seller as well is the Nintendo Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Color. And the... The third one is Nintendo Switch. The Switch, yes. So Nintendo is always... Then you have the Game Boy Advance. Then you have the Nintendo the, 3DS. Then exactly. Like you have the Nintendo Game & Watch. So Nintendo has always been ahead of the game. Nintendo, they... they because they became popular, yeah. and I think because... And this is this is kind of my thought on it. Yeah. If you notice, a lot of them say family. Yeah. A lot of them are family orientated. Ah. And so because they went with the family orientation, so right? That's, that's another selling point. Right. Eh? You can get, it's yeah. like, you think about it back when you were growing up, right? Yeah. Who are the ones that mostly played video games? The boys. The boys, yes. yes. Not the parents. Yeah. Not the girls. Yeah. The boys. Okay. But Nintendo went from the, that's why it's just... That's why it's called the Game Boy, not a Game Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, the, you, look you at make it, a valid point. Yeah, it, even even their console, the yeah. Family Con. Yeah, right, Family yeah. Console system. Yes. So they went very family oriented. If you look at a lot of the games nowadays, right? Yeah. They came out with. Um, you remember Mario Party? I How remember popular. Mario. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very family oriented. They took a board game. Yes. They put Mario characters yeah. in it. They made silly little games for it. Yeah. And it's great. I was actually telling someone that uh, Nintendo outsells outsells both uh, PlayStation and Xbox uh, combined because they do games for non gamers. Exactly. And there's a whole lot of non-gamers versus the gamers. Exactly. Yeah. So and, they were very smart in that. And I think that's why the family, that that avenue yeah. is very good for them. True, true. So if we went on to the sixth, as you've already mentioned, there's a family, uh, there's the Game Boy Advanced family. Yeah. Which is uh, 81.5 million. Yeah, which is a lot, eh? And Nokia tried to get in on it. They came in with the N-Gage. I don't know if you remember the N-Gage. I remember the N-Gage, yeah, but it was ugly, though. It was like the phone. (laughs) It was uh, ugly, yeah. Yes, and they sold (laughs) 3 million of those units, but it once again, it it didn't touch Nintendo. Nintendo then went on to their their seventh generation in 2005 to 20, um, which is Nintendo DS family, and they sold 154 million. And that's when uh, mm-hmm. the PSP got on the scene yeah. with their Go and even their street versions, and they only sold 81.09 million. Which is not bad. Eh? It's not bad. No, it's not and, bad. And I really enjoyed the, yeah. the PSP. Yeah, I really enjoyed bad. that. Yeah. But they still got blown out of the waters by Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, they, Nintendo almost sold uh, twice as much. Exactly. Yeah. Then Nintendo came out with their 3D and their Switch, yeah. which combined is uh, about 160 to 170 million units. 
Yeah. And the only one that was really there that actually gained any popularity was the still the Sony uh, PSP, but it's the Sony PS the Vita. Vita. Yeah, the Vita. It's all about uh, 13 million units. It's uh, not yeah. bad, though. It's not bad. Yeah. But they just couldn't couldn't really hold up to that. And so yeah. I think I think in the end, uh, it was just it was just that the. Um, Ah, Nintendo's just so family oriented, and I think that's what it really is. made them pop. And one thing I like about it is you are part of the game. You know, like yes. when you're playing golf, you actually swing. So there's that uh, physical element mm. where you actually feel like you are part of that that game. Unlike, uh, you know, the normal gaming where you have to sit down and only use your hands and, and, and your eyes. With yes. Nintendo, you are part of the game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and so, so it was very good. Yeah. So I think the, they, got, they got that part right. And there's so many more that we could mention in yeah. this and so many different versions of different things that came out yeah. that, that were really neat. But I think in the end, I think... It just comes down to which one has more, <coughs> like you were saying, that interaction, yeah. that that attention that is going to capture you with. Let me let me go to my list. Okay, go for it. Uh, we are, I'm also looking at uh, the fifth generation as well okay. of the gaming consoles that came out. Oh, gaming consoles. Okay, yes. cool. And yeah, Nintendo once again tops the list mm. uh, with the Game Boy and yes. uh, the Game Boy Color. So they sold 118 million units. You know, yeah. in, 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 the, in the US, they sold 44 million. And in Japan, they sold uh, about 32 million. So globally, they sold over 118 million. Mm. And then you have the PlayStation. Yep. Then you have, again, Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Sega uh, Saturn. Yes, the Saturn. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have the... 3DO, 3D0. Yes. You have the PC FX. Mm-hmm. You have the Atari Jaguar. I think Atari, this is when Atari was starting to lose its appeal. Yes. You know, because, uh, I mean, with the Jaguar, they sold only about 250,000 units, well, which is nothing. If you're thinking about it, because this is the same time as uh, the Nintendo N64. Uh-huh. And if you remember, that's, isn't that when they started doing the 3Ds? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, that. yeah. yeah, that's the time. So yeah. it's like, you know, when the 3D started coming out, anything yeah. that wasn't 3D yeah, really was lost boring. out. Yeah, it was kind of boring. I mean, even the arcades, the... Yes. Uh, there's this company that did your Street Fighters and your the fighting games. I think it was Konami, if I'm not mistaken. Konami, okay. Yeah, so they also looked at the 3D uh, type of uh, yes. setup, which was taking off at the time. So Atari was still stuck, you know, in the ping pong era, mm-hmm. you know, the DOS kind of gaming. So it had sentimental value, but... It didn't appeal to the new generation. Yes, this is true. Yeah, then you have the Amiga CD32. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, FM Towns Marty. Then okay. you have the Apple Bandai Pippin. Oh, the Bandai Pippin. Okay, yeah. yes, yes. And then uh, let me quickly jump on to the sixth generation Okay. of uh, consoles. And we have... Um, the PlayStation 2, which, by the way, is mm. one of the biggest 
the biggest uh, selling consoles, the PlayStation yes. 2, yes. So we are looking at 127 million uh, units. This is as of 2007, the 31st of December. Mm. Yeah, so it has done. It, it went on to do very good numbers. Then you have the Xbox. Yes. Then you have the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And then you have, uh, this is when the Engage also tried their hand. Yes. Uh, when, it came, when it came to uh, gaming, which was a, a <laughs> bummer, but they only focused on the handheld games. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you have the Dreamcast. Yes. Oh, yes. I remember, remember the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yes. Yeah, that one didn't last very long. It, it, it didn't. No, but it, it, it didn't do too badly. I mean, they sold over 10 million units. Yeah. So it didn't do too badly. Because I remember when they came out, I think they were also jumping on the 3D yes, bandwagon, bandwagon at the time. Yeah. And yeah. and so they were good, but I think their games just didn't catch on because, you know, you yeah. already had Mario and you had yeah. Sonic. And it's yeah. like, how can you... You can't compete with those. Uh, these two guys, yeah. uh-uh, these two guys will beat you up. No, you can't compete with those. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what Generation 7 had in store. Okay. Uh, we have the Wii. Yes. Oh, Nintendo once again. Now the Wii. Yeah. That is still one of my favorites yeah, because that one is so enjoyable because you could True. get at the time you could only get 5 people. Yeah. You could get 5 people on one console. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. that was very unheard of at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. And and you you could just have so much fun and just chase each other around and whatever. True. It was very good. That one was one of the better ones. True. True. And you have the Xbox 360. Yes. Okay, I've, I've had this one before. Yes. I, I, I loved it. I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love... One thing I love about the Xbox is the fact that in, instead of competing with um, PlayStation, they chose a different route when it came to... The hardware. Well, but you also have to think uh, Xbox is Microsoft. Microsoft, yes. So it's Windows. It's Windows, yeah. So, so they, they came out and they made this Xbox. Yeah. And then they also decided with their own way of doing it too. Yes, yes. So they took games originally that you could only play on the PC. Yeah, which worked for them. And made it available to the console true, gamers. True, true. Which was a good route. And that's where, what's the biggest one? Halo. Halo was the Halo, big one yes, for them. Yes, yes, yes. That just helped them blow up. True. Yeah. So, you know, for you to actually build a loyal fan base, you need to be very exclusive. Mm. So they got that right. I mean, a PlayStation also have games that you can only find on PlayStation. Exactly. And speaking of PlayStation, um, we have PlayStation 3, which is uh, part of generation number seven. And then uh, Nintendo makes an appearance once again with the Nintendo DS. Yes. Yeah. And this is when the PSP also uh, came out. Well, I think the DS, the unique thing about that was when they had the two screens versus a singular screen, like most. Yes, yes. And uh, you mentioned uh, Mario. Mario, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is when Mario Kart we came out. Exactly. And it was amongst the best-selling games of 2008. Well, you have to think, though, because yeah. Mario Kart, the first one, wasn't it... Um, was it Super Nintendo? 
Nintendo, yeah. Or was it? I'm trying. No, I'm trying to remember which system it first came out on Mario Kart. Um, but I think anyways, it was Nintendo, yeah. It was one of the older ones. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm thinking wrong. Maybe it was like the GameCube or something. But still, it came out, and then on the Wii is when I think it really started. It blew up. Taking off, yeah, because it, it wasn't off, the first yeah. one. Yeah. It took like the second or the third one, and then it just, yeah, exploded. And remember the Wii Fit. I think this yes. is when uh, Nintendo actually cemented to their um, uh, family-oriented market. Yes, because with the Fit, I mean, everyone got involved. Yes, yeah, and because you could have so many people on the same thing, it was True. good. Because we would play what was it, the Wii bowling and the, yeah. the yes. Wii, yes. those yes. other ones, and we'd accidentally yes, the throw golf, the bowling the fishing, ball at the people behind yes. you. And yes. <laughs> yes. so they got that one right. Yes, it was very enjoyable, very yeah. family oriented. Yeah, as we've said, and uh, when it comes to oh another Wii uh, Smash hit was the Super Smash Brothers. Brothers. And yes. that one, I think, once again, it took off in the second one. Not the yeah. first one. The first yeah. one was still good. Yeah. And I loved playing that. But once it got to the second one, I think that's when everybody really got onto it True. and started playing. True. Because you could play any of your iconic characters, you know, Zelda, Link, yeah. all yeah. Of those characters, and you could fight each other, which you, normally was not something you could do. You couldn't go beat up Pokemons <laughs> until that game. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. couldn't have Mario smash a Pokemon. So, you know? it, so it basically <laughs> took 3D to a whole different level. It did. Yeah. It did. And it, it involved a lot of people, I think, is what happened. Yeah, which... which uh, somehow helped kids who are addicted to gaming get their parents involved so that they don't cut off their gaming time. Ah, is that, so what, was, is that the idea behind it? Ah, I didn't yeah, realize that. So it was, it was a smart move. <laughs> so now the, the, you know, the, the, the mom is also part of the game. So, you know, with the, with the Xbox, you only play alone or with your friends. Well, the thing with the Xbox was you could connect multiple Xboxes together, but yeah. you had to use their their gold services and whatnot. Uh-huh, exactly. And so it's like, ah. Mm-hmm. Too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's look at Generation 8. Which okay. is... Um, our current? Our current, yeah. You have the new Nintendo 3DS. Mm. You have the PlayStation Vita. Okay. You have the Nintendo Wii U. Yes, the Wii U. You have the uh, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. You have the PlayStation 4. Yes. You have the Nintendo Switch. And uh, I'll also add PlayStation 5. Yeah, I was going to say, PlayStation 5 should yeah. be in there. Yeah, PlayStation 5 Yeah, as well. So, yeah, that's about it for the, the new generation. Uh, anything you'd like to to add about those ones? Not in particular, but I do still have uh, a little thing on the portable ones. Yeah. And so this is the classic portable ones, and this is actually is a list that I found. Yeah. That I really enjoyed. It was from um, <clears throat> it's from PC Magazine, uh-huh. and it's by Benji Edwards. Uh, back in 2018, actually, is yeah. when it, this was written. But it goes over some of the classic ones. And we talked a little bit about it. About I, l- I love classics. I do, too. Yeah, I do hit, too. Me up, hit me up. Hit me all up. All right. All right. <laughs> I love classics. So the first classic it gives us, 
which I thought was still cool. This was back when it came out. Yeah. This was back in 1988. It came out with the Super uh, Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch. So you remember Game oh, & Watch, yes, right? Yes. So this one's actually specific towards Super Mario. So you could Su- actually play... Super Mario is actually a big franchise, eh? He is. He's a huge yeah. one. So this was back when they, you know, still doing some of the newer things. And so at the time, this had an LCD series... Uh, screen yeah for that uh the second one which i thought was very interesting mm-hmm. was uh, i told you about the tandy right the tandy yeah. yes you, you okay. mentioned it the other yeah. tandy actually came out in the 1980s they came out one with called cosmic 1000 fire away mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this one is kind of interesting think of do you did you ever play the um like gattaca or or um uh Alien invasions, the invasion ones, where the, you know the little ships are flying over, yeah. and you got to shoot them down. I, I remember the movie Gattaca. So think think about it, something similar yeah. to that. You're you're a little ship on the bottom, and you're just yeah. shooting out these alien ships above uh, you. Oh, oh, is it like the Atari kind of uh, kind of kind of like that? But it's back in the monochrome oh, type okay, of a style. Okay. So you got oh. your, you know you're stuck on that specific path, and yes, you can only yes. go back and forth. You know, like um, I remember one game that I like, which had the same setup, uh, 1942. 1943, where the plane you shoot, you shoot oh, out yes, of yes. Remember the 1942. But, but those ones yeah. you can move around more. Yeah. This yeah. one you had, you could go left or right, and that's it, really. Oh. And then you had your shoot button, and that yeah. was all you could do. <laughs> it must have been boring, though. Well, it just After kept on getting faster and faster, <laughs> so you know. Oh, it's like, uh, you know, the, the handheld games? Yes, the, it's old, the handheld you know, old ones, yes. Yes, yes. yes. This, yes. Is, this is still back the old handhelds. Oh, no, it makes sense. It there's another sense, yeah. one back then, which is um, Baseball 3, which uh, is very... It came, I don't it's, remember that one. This was in 1980, and this was... Uh, Xtel is the one that came out with this one. Yeah. And it could be a two-player, which at the time was not something was you could really do. of, yes. So, and it was just a baseball game. So it has oh. like the diamond and everything, and... And you could, that's it. So, so how did uh, two people get to play? Was well, it? I think it's one turn, and then when that person loses, where it's oh, the other person's I turn. I see what you mean. I, I think it's the way it, it worked. So it's very interesting. But that was way back. Another one that I found very interesting. Did you yeah. know that Mattel mm-hmm. has a Mattel electronics department? And they came out with a game, a handheld game, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. 1981. Wow. Wow. It was very simple, very simple design, nothing very fancy. Very interesting. Eh? But it, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Mattel is a juggernaut. Eh? They've been in the in the space for the longest time. Uh, yes. And I love how uh, it's, it's not good business practice, according to me, but I love how they swallow up everyone that threatens to, you know, uh, compete with them Yes, in future. <laughs> so if, if you happen to come up with something very interesting, they either buy you, buy you out, uh, or they replicate the game. Yes, you and know, squeeze you out. And squeeze you out of the, yeah. <laughs> of, 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 of the, of the business. All right. Here's mm-hmm. another one that, that was actually very surprising. So yeah. you, you like the, um, the viewfinders. The, um, the viewmaster. Viewmaster, right? It, yeah. Okay. They had a game yeah. that worked something similar to that. Yeah. It was called a Tommy Tronics yeah. 3D Games, and mm-hmm. this was in 1983. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. And it was planet Xenon. Yeah. And the idea was that it, it kind of went over your eyes and then you had buttons on top uh-huh. to where you could do. But you had to be in a space where there was light because the light had to come down into mm-hmm. to where you could see mm-hmm. the, the little guys coming at you. Yeah. So yeah. it was very interesting. Around uh, something similar around this time, yeah. not 3D, is Nelsonic came out with, you remember those watches that you could do like your math or whatnot on the watch, Oh, right? yes, yes, I remember the those old, ones. old watch. Yes. Nintendo or Nels, uh, with Nelsonic came out with a watch, yeah. a Zelda uh-huh. game watch. And how did you play on that? So watch? it just had three or four little buttons, you yeah. know, up, down, left, right. And so you just moved your little guy around in this square. Oh. And it was... 1989 was when that came out. So you got to think, way ahead of time. eh? They came out with that one, which was very cool. I think they should do that once again, but uh, more like an Apple Watch kind of setup. They could do something like that, yeah. Where you move, you play the game with just a 3D touch, moving, moving uh, your your finger around instead of pressing. Huh. I think I think that can work. It could. It yeah. could. I'm just thinking the screen might be a little too small. Uh, yeah, it might be a little too small. They'd probably put it on your phone before they'd put it on the watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, uh, by Tandy also. Yeah. The Tandy. Uh, Hungry Monster, which came out in 1983. The interesting thing about this one is it actually had a little joystick on it. Oh, okay. For playing okay. the game. Okay. So that one I thought was pretty neat. Mm. And it was kind of like a, you know, eating pellets, so like a Pac-Man type of a yeah. feel to it. Yeah, yeah. One of the ones that really, uh, around this time, there was a whole bunch, and I don't know if you know Tiger Electronics. They did a whole bunch of different games with that um, that kind of that monochrome feel to it, you know, where they're stuck on like platforms and whatnot. Were they uh, uh, US-based or Japan-based? Uh I don't know where uh, Tiger company. Electronics, honestly. I'm it sounds like a Japanese-based thing. It could be. Yeah. But they came out with a, quite a few, but one that was really popular at the time mm. was Simon's Quest, which is Castlevania. I don't know if you've ever heard I of Castlevania. I remember Castlevania. I used to love it. Eh? So Castlevania II, yes. back in 1988, Simon's I Quest. Castlevania, yeah. And it was just one of those ones that had, you know, the jump, the attack, you know. Yes, And yes. then you had your moving left, right, all that, yeah. that stuff. So it was one of those. And it was just the the old ones, and these are the kind of styles that I remember growing up with. Yeah. Um, but th- that one was very popular for a very long time, and obviously Castlevania, very popular game. Yeah, it was. It was. Another one that was very interesting, which was also a two-player. It was quite an old machine. In 1981, Ntex came with Select a Game Machine, uh-huh. so it actually had a few other games in it, if I remember correctly. Um, but it had uh, it had a only six game cartridges for the system. Uh, most notably were, of course, Pac Man and yeah. Space Invaders. That's the one I was thinking of. Space Invaders, where you have to shoot the yes, I remember that Space Invaders. Yeah. Yes, but it could be a two player on a little screen like that big, yeah. just a tiny little screen, <laughs> two player. <laughs> so that made it interesting. I thought, yeah. So it could be tabletop or it could be handheld on it. And then the last one is they actually came out with another Game & Watch back in 1989 for Zelda. 
So Zelda got its own Game & Watch. And this one also had the two-screen feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to think 1989, before they did the Nintendo DS, where they had the two screens. Yeah, they, they were quite they advanced. They already, already toying with that. Yeah. In yeah. It. So it was very interesting. Very interesting. But anyways, I just wanted to bring these ones up because I thought they were pretty cool. Remember the company uh, called uh, Capcom? Yes, Capcom. I love Capcom. Yeah, I was actually reading up on it, and I didn't realize that they have a huge catalog. They do. They do. And they've been around since the 80s. Yes, they have. Yes. Uh, They gave us uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Yep. They gave us Commando. Mm -hmm. They gave us uh, Final Fight. Final Fight, yes. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. (laughs) Yeah. Street Fighter. Of course, Street Fighter. Uh, They gave us uh, Aladdin. Aladdin, yes. Uh, They gave us Resident Evil. Mm Mm-hmm. They gave us uh, Devil May Cry. They gave us uh, ah, Mega Man Battle. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mega Man's always been a Capcom for a very long time. They gave us Dead Rising. And they're still making games to this day, eh? Of course, of course. I mean, I was looking at the the latest offering, Mm. uh, which came out last year, 2021. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter 2. Have you ever played any of the Monster Hunters? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. I haven't. Monster Hunter was one of my favorites. So think of it like... um, So the way it works is is you are a Monster Hunter is what you play as, right? And they actually did a movie on this. Oh. A Monster Hunter movie. So it might be good to see that. But anyways, your character you play as, you go out and you hunt these monsters and you harvest, uh, you know... Um, their bones, their scales, all of that stuff. And that's the way you make better equipment to go out and harvest stronger monsters. And so you get these quests where you have Mm -hmm. to go out through your village, go out and do this, do that, right? And you keep on fighting these beasts and eventually you get up to these huge dragons that are flying in the air. So somehow you got to get them down and then you got to kill them. And they're trying to eat you or breathe fire on you or whatever else. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) it's not an easy thing. (laughs) You you know, speaking of that, uh, this Monster Hunter game seems to be quite popular. Oh, it is very popular. Because uh, they have uh, published the game for different platforms. Oh, yes. Like your PSP, your Wii, yes. your uh, PS4, your Switch, even the PC. And the biggest selling um, uh, platform of them all is the PS4. Mm. They sold over 26 million Well, think about this, units. though. With those ones, right, yeah. those Monster Hunters, yeah. they started making it to where your you could join up with friends and yeah. go hunt monsters together. I think a squad of four was the highest you could get. Oh, so you play online. You basically. can play online. Whereas before you had yeah. to use, um, or at least the ones, the first one I started off playing yeah. was on the PSP. And so mm. you had to have a friend that had a PSP. Yeah. And then you could join each other and go hunt these monsters. Oh, oh. I think this type of game gaming setup is what tend to push sales upwards. Yes. Because if I have a game uh, and it's I'm, I'm enjoying the game, I would want you to uh, play with me 
online. That yes. means you'll have to bu- now buy the game. Yes. And be connected. I think that's how Dungeons and Dragons have have stayed uh, relevant all these years. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, your so Minecraft, many. your um, a whole lot of other games where you play. I mean, uh, the last time we spoke about um, the biggest uh, uh, revenue generating uh, mobile gaming apps. Oh, okay, yes. And the biggest uh, of them all so far is uh, PUBG Mobile. Yes. And PUBG Mobile, you know, I downloaded the game after our episode. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was curious. I wanted to see why this game is so popular. I mean, it's all over, I mean, 2.8 billion yes. uh, units, you know. I mean, uh, that's how that's how much it, it generated in revenue. And it kind of made sense because with PUBG, you don't play against a PC or a machine. No, no. You play against other people. Exactly. Which is very, very, very interesting. So I'm, I'm so not used to that gaming concept, but I love it. It's, it's, it's fun. It makes it more enjoyable. It is, it is yeah. And yeah. But then the other side to that also is because they get you going against each other, uh-huh. it's easier to get you to be like, oh, okay, uh-huh. if I get this, yeah. I can defeat this person that beat me up. Yeah. But now with, with PUBG, I know we are, um, you know, off-ramping a bit here, but I think it's worth mentioning. The nice thing is that you play as a team online. Mm-hmm. And when you get killed... You can continue within the game, but you watch other the others teammates play. play, you know. And if they win, you win as well. You win as well, yes. Which is quite cool. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> Which I think is quite a cool feature. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for this episode. Yeah, uh, it was quite uh, fascinating. There's a lot that I had learned. And a lot that we got to talk about, yes. Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm now curious. Uh, I, I want to explore Monster Hunter. Oh, yes, a very yeah, good game. Because I see there's a, a whole lot of variations as well. There's a Monster Hunter Freedom. There's a Monster Hunter this. There's a Monster Hunter that. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, well, it says they expanded and they grew. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Mm. There's a Monster Hunter 3 uh, Ultimate. There's, uh, there's a whole lot of them. There are. Yeah, so uh, I'll catch you on the next one. All right, cheers. Cool, man. <laughs>